Okay, here's a question. Have you ever felt like you're just going through the motions and you kind of feel like mm, bored or something is missing and you just kind of feel like flat? What is it? And you just can't quite put your finger on it? In my life, I can think back to a couple of these times where I felt like just flat. That's just the word. Like something was missing and I became restless and almost anxious. Now I know what it is. It was because I wasn't working on anything and I wasn't making progress. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. I've heard Tony Robbins several times lately on podcasts as he's introducing his new book called Life Force, which I'm super excited. I just got it and I can't wait to read it. But one thing he has said many times that really strikes a chord with me is progress equals happiness. Now, I don't think it's the only thing that equals happiness, but I get what he means and I could really relate to it. I felt like this would be a good episode to share as maybe some of you might relate to this in some way as I did. In this world, nothing ever stays the same. Things either grow or they decay, right? The same goes for us as people. When we feel like we're making progress, we feel great about ourselves. But when we aren't, like I experienced, we feel unhappy and maybe even almost dead inside. Learning and growing can be incredibly enriching and learning promotes that growth. If you wanna have that feeling of fulfillment in your life, then we need progress. Progress comes from consciously making the choice of wanting more, wanting to learn and grow, to work towards something meaningful to you so you can create something you feel proud of and happy as a result. Let's talk a little bit about the brain. Believe it or not, this is not just fluff and feel-good stuff. Things happen in our brain to substantiate this. Our brains are wired to feel good from a sense of advancement or progress. And the brain actually releases the feel-good chemical called dopamine, sure you've heard about it, from achieving even the smallest steps toward a goal. This can start such a good positive cycle. The more you learn, the more progress you make. And then your brain releases this feel-good chemical called dopamine. You feel good, which then motivates you to do more. And then this positive growth cycle continues. So why is this idea not embraced by everyone? Wow, I want to feel good. I'm going to keep learning and making progress to do so. Well, isn't it easier to say than to actually implement? Our brains are also wired to favor routine and to be more complacent. And without specific intention, like we're actually seeking to do it, our brain will go with the everyday routines and habits we keep. So instead of seeking the new ones, it's not actively telling you, oh, you should go and learn this. It's keeping you in your own routine. And then as a result, you don't move forward. 
There was this interesting journal article from 2011. It was called The Pull of the Past, When Do Habits Persist Despite Conflict with Motives? And it spoke about an experiment, which is so fun. It's where moviegoers, actually popcorn-eating moviegoers, were given popcorn. And no matter if the popcorn was so yummy and fresh or stale, they ate the same amount of popcorn out of their habit of eating popcorn at a movie. It dives into habits and elements that affect habit change, which is an episode I'm sure we'll have where we dive deeper into habits. But for now, the point to drive home is that it's not easy to keep making progress. It takes effort to change and grow, and our brains are wired to keep things as routine and easy as possible. Super interesting to know more about our brains, isn't it? Knowing this, we need to look at what's driving us. In our pursuit of progress, we need to move something, move towards something that is meaningful. So there's actually a point to our journey, so to speak. First, we need to talk about the drivers that move, move us as people, as humans. And everyone has a deep driver of what motivates them. For example, like we talked about in the How to Be More Disciplined episode, which is number four, if you want to go back and listen, we need to uncover that deeper reason for what motivates us. Touching on a little psychology here, hang with me. Let's remember Maslow's hierarchy of needs. There are the five needs, the physiological, safety, love and belongingness, esteem, and self-actualization. So without getting too deep into it, even though it's so interesting, basically the first three, maybe four needs Once they are met, the motivation dies down. So for example, if you have a need for food and sleep, once you have those, you ate and you got a good night's sleep, you feel satisfied. Or a better example would be if you're ready to be in a relationship and desire love, you want to share your life with someone, not be alone, have children. This is your motivation or deep reason why. And then once you're happily married, your need is met and then you don't have that driver anymore. Maslow continued over the years to refine his theory, saying that you could have multiple drivers and the order of these needs is more flexible. So for one person, maybe the desire to have more self-worth could be higher than the desire for love. Where it gets into the progress or growth area is higher up with the esteem or self-actualization needs, where it's more about self-worth and achievement, mastery and independence that's when you start feeling like there's a limitless area for growth, becoming the best version of yourself, mastering a skill, or striving for your peak potential. There are many areas where we might have opportunities for growth, to get better, to improve, and then in turn, feel happier with the progress. You know, let me give you some examples to really think about because if we really think about our situation it helps us to think, oh yeah, I could totally make progress in those areas. So let's go over a few questions. Is there something you've been wanting to do? You have a passion or a gift and you want to share it with the world. How are you feeling about your parenting? Or maybe your kids are older and gone. What are you doing now without them home? Is your relationship the best it could be? Is there something in your mind that just keeps bothering you a little bit? It just keeps pulling you to start doing something. How do you feel at work or about your career? How do you feel about yourself when you are all alone? 
These are all really good questions to help identify areas of possible growth. We all have something to strive for, right? We have lots of things we can improve on. And if we hear that our brain is wired to give us that feel-good chemical we talked about to make us happier from progress, gosh, what are we waiting for, right? Okay, let's get into some actionable ways so we can get more intentional about progress so we could reap the reward of achieving these advancements and accomplishments. And it sounds like super difficult or they're these big things. They're really not. They're simple steps. And let's talk about them. Number one, to get more intentional, we need to figure out what is meaningful. What is meaningful to you? This is different than a goal. This is going to be touching on that deeper drive. So thinking more to the questions that I just asked a few minutes ago, what is that driver? Maybe mastering a skill, which is in the category of that self-actualization. So maybe it's learning to teach students in a foreign country because you have a heart for children and giving them an education where they might not have the opportunity. The drive for mastery will be what creates that progress because you're working towards something that's so meaningful to you. Or another example, maybe it's learning all you can about how to take your therapy or coaching practice online so you can have a greater impact and touch more people. It would allow you to have more freedom and independence and all the while give you that ability to help and teach more people. That drive for freedom and independence will push you forward while the bigger mission remains meaningful and exciting to you. So number two, which goes along with number one, in my opinion, is to identify your goal or what you want. Sounds basic enough, but many times we just don't think about it and we just go through the motions in our life. We're reactive rather than proactive. There are a couple of things here that we should think about. So not only are we going to think of a goal, write it down and identify it. Well, we're going to identify it first and then write it down. But we also need to identify all the small steps that get us to the goal. And we're going to anticipate the failure in reaching them, which is totally normal. Why are we going to do this? Why are we going to think about all the little steps? Well, this is remembering that our brain is going to give us that shot of dopamine for every step. For every step that we accomplish, that progress, that means no matter how small that step, this is progress and this is when we're going to feel good and fulfilled. It's not about the huge goal. It's about all the steps getting there. We also need to make sure this other thing when we're thinking about goals is we need to make sure we're prioritizing. So not just what needs to be done, and get us closer, but we're going to prioritize the time to work on it, because that's the most important. If we're not making the time, we're not making progress, right? We're going to have this sense of progress when we're creating the time. This is the part of the journey. If it's meaningful to you, finding the time will be easier, or you will make it a priority. An important thing to note is to be careful how you measure your progress with your goal. There's something so interesting called the gap and the gain. And this is a simple yet really amazing concept created by Dan Sullivan, who wrote the book called The Gap and the Gain. So I'll put it in the show notes if you're interested in learning more. The main idea of it is this. We all have an ideal goal which can change over time and seem always out of reach 
and we end up feeling like we are never going to reach it. When we measure ourselves against that ideal goal, we're in the gap, as he calls it. However, when we measure ourselves against our previous selves, then we're in the gain. So it's super important in measuring where we came from rather than what we're trying to get to, it's then we're going to see all the results. And we need to celebrate those results. Celebrate each step. Every small win is something to feel good about and it will bring fulfillment because each step is moving us all in the right direction. Thinking about how far you've come, that's the key. So good, right? Moving to number three. This last point is one I learned from Tom Bilyeu, and I've talked about him before. I love him. I've actually shared this concept um, in my episode. I think it was a discipline one again. It is so important. And what it is, is that we need to connect to the process of learning instead of the outcome. We need to detach ourselves from the outcome and not obsess about the results. That way, we're not going to end up stressed out and overwhelmed from not accomplishing the goal, right? Instead, Tom's philosophy, which I love, is to identify yourself as a learner, making that idea that learning and growth is your highest priority rather than achieving the actual goal or the outcome. And so if we think about this, then the journey itself will be so much more fulfilling. Let's look at a couple examples. So if a lot of people might relate to this idea, but let's take a weight loss goal and someone wanted to lose 20 pounds. Well, sometimes the goal of, of thinking, oh, I'm not there yet, I'm not there yet, that is just super frustrating. And you, you keep thinking about the goal and how you're not reaching it instead of the process of what you're doing to get there. I, I remember when I started working out, I, I didn't know anything. I won this three-month membership to a gym when I was first going to start working out. I didn't know how to work any of the machines. Like I was, I was like that. So a good step I should have felt good about, or in this example is I learned every machine. And then the next step I could feel good about is I walked in the gym and I felt pretty confident about what I was going to do that day. And then the next step I should feel good about is that I got a really good workout in today. It's just celebrating those small wins because you're on the journey right? That journey and the process is the thing that should be motivating you and giving you that feel-good moment. Let's take a parenting example. I think that there's always room for improvement with parenting, right? There are days where you like go, that is just so hard. Why is it so hard? And you're talking to other moms or other other parents for advice. And so say your goal is you, you want to really decrease how much nitpicking you do, for example. Like I find, I find I'm always talking to the girls about cleaning their room, right? Every time I come down, they're like, mom, why'd you come down? I thought you came down to kiss me and you're talking about how messy my room is, right? That's, that's a real example. It's true. Like you think about it and you think maybe they're just hearing all this nitpicking and negative things. Pick up your room. Why is your room so dirty? You know? So maybe your goal is to work on that. Instead of feeling like, gosh, I said it again. I talked about the room again and I'm not doing it right or I'm not, you know, I'm not reaching the goal of whatever it is, not nitpicking enough. You're you're just gonna celebrate the small wins. Say you walk down and you were really conscious about going to the room and not commenting. 
It's a mess. It's clearly horrible, but you're not going to say anything. You're just going to go and talk about their day and give them a kiss or something that's not related to that. And that's a win. Feel good about that. That is progress. I'm going to just say one more thing. Any meaningful goal is going to require hard work and some sacrifice. But here's the thing. It should also be a source of joy. And so if you're not enjoying the process and making progress in the pursuit of that goal, then maybe you're not chasing the right goal. So then we need to adjust and rethink. It's totally okay to adjust your goals and make them where they're meaningful to you. That way, making progress toward that goal will feel joyful and fulfilling. And then that whole progress thing is going to make you happier. Okay, let's recap. When we feel like we're making progress, we feel good about ourselves. Our brains are wired that way. They are wired to feel good from a sense of advancement or progress. We need to remember those deeper needs, those are going to drive us and give us the motivation we need to keep going. And the three actionable ways to get you more intentional about progress, they are one, identify what is meaningful to you. Two, set goals. And then identify those micro steps to get to those goals. We're also going to keep in mind to set aside the time to work on them and also remember the gap in the gain idea. Number three, detach from the outcome and focus on being the learner and enjoying the journey. There's a quote from Jeff Olson. He's the author of The Slight Edge, which is another great book, which you should definitely add to your reading list. And it says this, some quit due to slow progress, never grasping the fact that slow progress is progress. That's a good one. Progress is a key producer of happiness and progress comes from making those choices. We make those choices to learn and to grow, to propel yourself forward towards something that is meaningful to you. As Tony Robbins goes on to say, after he says what we started with, which was progress equals happiness, he goes on to say this, even if you're not where you want to be yet, if you're on the road, if you're improving, if you're making progress, you're going to love it and you're going to feel alive. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.